What up, what up, everybody? Welcome back to Keep Up, episode fucking 14. And I have a very special guest with me. He's actually from the network that I started out with, the CWF network. We're both not there anymore. We've gone to greener pastures. We've also smoked a lot of greener pastures ourselves. Um, <laughs> but um, I like this guy. He had his own show, like I said, and it was I delved in history, and we're gonna we're gonna get into that. But here we go. Welcome back to Keep Up. What the fuck did I just hear? All right, you just heard that sultry voice right there. That's my homeboy Corday. And he's about to introduce himself. How you doing, man? Yo, 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 what is going on? It is your personal Snapple Cat back with a whole nother random fact. But I'm on a whole different network, a whole new show. I'm with my main man, Vince. And we are just we're about to set the whole fucking world on fire. Nice, nice, nice. Like, um, tell, them, tell our audience a little bit about your show real quick before we get into what the fuck did we just hear. So my show was, yeah, that happened. It was a short little mini podcast telling you about little important things that happened in history, uh, pop culture, historical facts, uh, landmark facts, anything that you could think of that you could tell me about, I was telling you about. I actually missed that show. That was a really good show. I learned a lot. It, it, people disseminating information is a gift. And this guy was putting out PBS type shit. He was talking about the Seneca in, in freaking Central Park. We're going to get into that later. Um, bevy of information, this dude. And he just knows how to distribute it, man. It's really oh, awesome. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. So, Barty, Barty. So, what the fuck did you just hear, Corday? We listened to Cardi B's Barty new album. Cardi, What's yeah. it called? What's her album called? Her, um, Invasion of Privacy. Invasion of Privacy. <laughs> Listen, it's the weed. I can't. Uh, Invasion of Privacy. We were deep in her space with this album. It was great. Um, what were your favorite tracks? So my favorite track, and so far from what I've heard, there's a lot of like opinions on this. Mine is "Be Careful." Mm. I love "Be Careful." People don't one. like it because, like, I guess they're not accustomed to like that soft side of Cardi. But you know, I like seeing that honesty in in an artist being able to, too. you know, step back and be like, you know, you hurt my feelings, and this is oh. how I actually feel, and you know, you're gonna see this emotional side to me. And even if it's like staged or whatever, it's still a dope song to me. I agree, actually. I like Be Careful. I like the one. I actually like all the features the best. I like the one with Amigos. I like the one with Trance the Rapper. We were just talking before that we love. I love SZA, and I'm so happy we got another SZA fan. She's SZA fucking awesome. She's so good. I know. I always mispronounce. I don't even know how to pronounce her name. SZA, SZA, Sizzler. Who knows? <laughs> But she's awesome. She's, she's awesome. She's so point. hot. The main point is yes. she's like the fucking greatest name. Yes. Hey, that's even what the fuck did we just hear? So she's featured on it, and she was also on the Black Panther soundtrack. All the stars. And what's up with her? Did you hear that she was talking about she's going to retire at this album? I heard this. Why do they all do that? You know what? I, I'm going to give her space because people love to retire. Like, take that <laughs> step back and then jump back in and be like, oh, I got my comeback. So, you know, if SZA wants to retire, her comeback better be strong. So I remember when I was younger, Jay-Z said he was going to retire. And then they asked him and they asked him and he goes, yeah, you know when I'm going to retire? Neverwary. 1990 never. I was like, damn, Hove. Little did we know, like. Five years later, Hope's gonna go retire. Right? Yeah. Little we know, fifty years later, he's still rapping. Like, now he's like <laughs> you know, Michael Jordan did it. Hope did it. Everybody. Can Four or five. So, speaking of music, keeping on that, uh, what the fuck did we just hear? Uh, we were talking about the Joshua Tree before because I went to Arizona. Uh, it was a dope ass trip. I got to visit my friends um, from Coachella. 
I got to stay with my homies Joanna and Taylor. They were they're amazing. They're a great couple. And um, and I was talking to Corday and I was telling him like the sites that I saw, the Red Rocks in Sedona, the uh, the Grand Canyon, the Horseshoe Bend, the Antelope Canyon. You guys can look up these things. They're just beautiful, beautiful sites. If you're on Instagram, um, you can follow the hashtags, and it's really it's really awesome stuff. People take really cool pictures. So. Um, in my room, I have a screensaver, and we saw the Joshua Tree, and I I've been there too. And Corday was like, "Oh, what's that? It's this like really uh, distinct tree, and a lot of people go over there basically to do drugs and make albums." Entourage had an episode out oh, there, yeah, word. And I was telling him about the blue Shelby Mustang um, with uh, Jim Morrison from the Doors. I was talking about the Beatles. Have you done shrooms before? I've never done shrooms. I've never done acid. I want to. If <laughs> what somebody a question. wants to send me some, you know. All right. Well, Corey is all about the earth. He's all about. You know, I'm a holistic naturalist. That's kind of man. right. <laughs> man. My man. My man. This is why we're here. And, uh, you know, who knows how many drugs David Bowie was on. I, I, I don't know. I might have talked about this last episode, but I don't think so. Um, I went to his exhibit and I went to it again. I went in Chicago a few years ago, so that's maybe when I talked about it, actually. Because I don't remember talking about the one in New York. But I took my mom, and my mom is a big rock and roll fan. She's mm-hmm. a big David Bowie fan. And it's funny, because we were at Pink, and we were um, there was this segment, and it was um, talking about her androgynistic um, daughter. Mm-hmm. She likes to not make her gender-specific, like mm-hmm. non-binary. And um, they were showing all these examples and shit like that, basically like, I don't know anybody that's uh, that. Oh, damn, David Bowie, Prince, which is funny because Prince was really homophobic. So it was like, was he? You didn't know that? I didn't know. Oh that. shit! Yeah, I learned that recently. Like what? he was a big Christian, uh, no, not even Christian, Jehovah Witness. Okay, that I knew. And I, I think he dropped that, and he became like a born again Christian later. Mm-hmm. And people used to like associate him with being gay or, well, you know, yeah, homo- and like- nope. Wasn't and and I know in in the exhibit for David Bowie too, mm-hmm. um, you know he might have slept with guys or whatever bisexual whatever. Right. But his point was though when they asked him if he was gay, and he had he always had girlfriends, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. So when they asked him if he was gay, he's like, "Yes, I'm gay." Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like a it was kind of like a statement. Yeah. It was just kind of like, "Who the fuck cares?" Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, that's what he was doing. He's just like, Bottom "Sure, I'm head. gay." Like, you might what? as well be. Like, yeah, word. Like, so, what a fucking yeah. So. That's cool. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know you didn't know about Prince, but yeah, but I, I definitely didn't know about it either until he died of the fentanyl. Oh no! Damn, that boy can party. But, <laughs> but um, crazy, crazy, crazy. crazy. Hey, Corday. Um, what about um the show that you did? I, one of the segments that I truly enjoyed. Get into that. Boom. So we can talk about Seneca Village, right? So when I was on, yeah, that happened. I was telling you about just important things in history. So I am from New York, born and raised in Brooklyn. One of the biggest attractions that we have here is Central Park. Now, what many people do not know about Central Park, this is the bevy of things. You should take a tour one day if you could. But there's a little section in Central Park. There's a placard and it's called, you know, Seneca Village. Now, I found out about this because of just TV and my own history-based facts. But if you go read that plaque, it tells you about the people that used to inhabit uh, Central Park before it became Central Park. So in the early 1800s, Seneca Village had about um, upwards of 
like 800 to like 12,000 black residents living in that community. And it was thriving, it was flourishing, but New York was becoming a more, you know, gentrified place. Gentrification happened since forever. And there was a society that wanted to bring more parks into New York City. And that's the, that was the, uh, I think New York City, uh, like public park society, something like that. And they decided that the area that Seneca Village was in and further down to 59th Street would be deemed as Central Park. And so they tried to pay off people who lived in Seneca Village or just, you know, kick them out because the government can do that if you're on the land that they claim. Eminent domain. Eminent domain. That's the name of it. Yep. They can use eminent domain to definitely, you know, kick you off the land. And that's what they did to construct central park so even though you're walking through a beautiful place just understand that that beautiful place you know comes with a little bit of pain so if you can find that placard i forget where it's at but you know take a walk get lost um and and search for it and figure out a little bit of history and you can make it happen in your own head like i said that was my favorite episode if you ever want to go and i don't even know if no they don't have the episode still on cwf but i'm sure he's going to put that on his platform and stuff like that it was a wonderful show um, like I said, it, it, I felt like I was in PBS, but I felt like I was also like I was on MTV too, you like, know. and I was getting like some real information. And I was just I was just talking to this girl on this new uh, dating app that I'm on. It's called Hinge, mm-hmm. and um, we got at it actually. Mm-hmm. We went in, and, oh, and she, she, I don't know, I don't know if we're ever gonna meet to be honest. But it's good that we mentioned this first. Sometimes you got to get politics out of the way first <laughs> when you're first meeting someone. Because then it lets them. They, you don't have to waste know, time. Yeah, yeah. Because like I said, I, I I don't ever. I don't think I told you this, but mm-hmm. one time I was fucking this really really hot girl, mm-hmm. and somebody set me up with her, and she had Sarah Palin's book on her nightstand when I woke up in the morning, what? and I stopped fucking her. And my friend who hooked me up was like, "Oh, how come you didn't like Megan?" Blah blah blah. And I was like, "No, she was amazing." But I'm like, "But I can't fuck stupid." Nah. I was like, "No, no, no, not all, like." And I, and I even asked the blonde chick. I was just like, "What oh, are you doing with Sarah Palin's book?" And she goes, "And she's a nurse. She's not dumb. Like yeah. she she does her thing." Even though she went and married a drug addict, to be honest, I was, she's was, intellectually sound. Yeah, but whatever. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> um, so she goes, "Well, she's a maverick." What does that mean? I know. What does that mean? <laughs> I mean, oh, whatever. We're not gonna get into Sarah no, Palin, but we don't hey, have to. That's that's old news. But anyway, so this girl on the Hinge mm-hmm. app, she was uh, she listened to my show, and she just so happened to listen to like a later episode, like mm-hmm. wait, like episode nine or something like that. I'm like, wow, like that's pretty random to yeah. pick an episode to first listen to. And I guess I was talking about, um, I mean, you would have to say it's conspiracy theory because I don't have actual actual proof. I've only watched like documentaries mm-hmm. and read a bunch of things. But I don't. I I said it before. I'll say it again. I think nine eleven was staged. I oh, think well, yeah. I think that mm-hmm. like this country definitely sacrifices certain people in order war. You know, we've done it for centuries. Of you know, J- Japan like with Hiroshima, not Hiroshima with the uh, Pearl Harbor. I know a lot of people get sensitive you know, with that. About it, but it's you got to look at it on a bigger scale. You got to understand where it's coming from. Like I do believe that as well. Like the government that we we live in is not afraid to sacrifice our lives to get further ahead in history because at the end of the day we are making the history they are so or or bringing people back just like Seneca Village um and and where I was getting at with her 
So she didn't believe that. So she said that, like, uh, just a bit of advice, like, you shouldn't, like, put that much of a polarizing, um, you know, that turned me off. She's like, mm-hmm. I turned it off when you said that it was because I have family that was in the building. This now I'm like, I mean, that's not, understandable. But that doesn't make it not true. Yeah. <laughs> or You're entitled to your opinion. She's entitled to her feelings. Yeah, most like, definitely. Most definitely. So, and then I mentioned Black Wall Street, and she didn't know what that was. And so that's why, like, that hit a chord with me. <laughs> um, that, hit a, that, hit, that hit a chord with me because, like, I just don't think it's out there. And there's people on the extreme side saying, oh, Black History Month. Why don't I have a White History Month? Which, that's history ridiculous. There's so White History every day. Like, every day. Yeah. Every fucking day. All you learn is White History. Yes, that's what I'm point saying. Point out your White History facts if you can. And then when you get that chance, point out all the other History facts if you can. That's it. Don't be upset that you don't have a month dedicated to white history when you have 11 months dedicated to white history. Right, 13 up, months. Start, 15 months. <laughs> you have everything. Overloaded. Like, Black History Month could be White History Month because y'all want it to be. Nah. Calm the fuck down. <laughs> no, we're hitting the right points right there. I mean, my man, oh my God, I didn't even realize I was on top of the California bear. I actually have a shirt similar. I have one where the bears are fucking, actually. Oh, what? And it says California. You're awesome. So that's what I'm saying. So, like, people, we just want to be a part of history. Like, I'm half black myself. We just, like, nobody wants to erase anybody's history. Nobody wants to over dominate. But, like, give recognition. Like, with most deaths movie where he was the, the doctor and he came up with the heart surgery methods. Never gave him credit until years and years, decades later. That shouldn't that that shouldn't be happening. Whitewashing should not be happening. So, on to the next. What the fuck did I just watch? So tomorrow I'm going to the movies and I'm going to go see this movie called Cock Blockers. <laughs> I mean, it's not really called Cock Blockers. It's kind of insinuated. It has like the rooster cock on top. And then blockers on the bottom. There you go. <laughs> How childish can you be? <laughs> Test me. <laughs> so, um, so cock blockers. I believe it stars with Leslie Mann. She's Judd Apatow's wife, but she's not just Judd Apatow's wife. She is in my favorite, my favorite uh, Adam Sandler movie ever, Big Daddy. Oh yes, yes. Oh, you guys wear the same size T-shirt. How cute. There's just so many one-liners in that movie. It's unbelievable. So, yeah, just briefly talking about that. Like, um, seems like a really funny movie. Seems like, oh, and I saw I saw Game Over Man on Netflix. Did you see that? No. It's about, um, you, ever, you ever watched the show Workaholics? Yes, it's the three guys. Yes, Adam Devine. Yes. Um, Anderson. And Blake. And Blake. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So you need to see that movie, by the way. Okay, dope. So they mix in Die Hard mm-hmm. with Workaholics, pretty much. Oh, so this is like literally their perfect movie. Yes, okay. Seth Rogen and his business partner, they produced it. What? Yes. I love anything Seth Rogen yes. produces, so I'm yes. with shit 100%. And I was reading an article, and it was going to be a completely different movie. They were going to be like house-sitting, and mm-hmm. they were going to throw this dope-ass party, and mm-hmm. shit went wrong. But like budget-wise and story-wise, like they kicked it around the bucket, and mm-hmm. it became that. Oh, you really need to see it, yo! I saw it three times, not on purpose. Like other people wanted to watch it, mm-hmm. and I'm like, it's so good. Might as well just watch it thrice. But yeah, so let's get on to um, also my next vacation spot, mm-hmm. um, the Philippines. 
Very nice. Thank you. I was supposed to be going to Boracay, and now we're rerouting because of this international, not international, sorry, this, uh, this, it's called a environmental issue. And uh, so Duarte called the area Boracay a cesspool, mm-hmm. and it made $1.2 billion in revenue in tourist money last year. It was Condé Nast, number one island in 2017. It's gonna. It's not gonna be that now because it's about to be shut down for six months because okay. of the pollution, um, the poaching with the fishing, the illegal fishing. It got rid of ninety percent of the coral reef. Um, the sewage is unbelievable. The electric grids, but um, Corday is into um, is into uh, current events like me, come on, come on. and we know that Duarte is a tyrant. And he has um, really bogged down on drug dealers. And that's what they voted him in for. Let's be real. That's what the Philippines... Yeah, that, they, they wanted him. They, and I, I talked to some Philippines, not a lot, not the majority, but they did vote him in. And some of them are like, well, that's what we voted him in for. Like, I'd rather them kill the drug dealers than the drug dealers kill me. Like, they were kill- they killed my family, this and that, or my brother, or my sister. And so, again, that's not here. I mean, it could be. We, we're the most incarcerated... Uh, country in the we world steps from that. the women in this country are getting incarcerated at an alarming rate we're number one in that too it's crazy um and we just got finished with women's history month so what so what do you how do you feel about that how do you what do you think is it do you think that they're closing down for environmental reasons or do you think that duarte just wants control over the number one tourist spot in this country it's funny because it could be a little bit of both so like as a president, as being a leader, you have a responsibility to your people. So that's why they elected him to, mm-hmm. you know, take away all the drugs that are there. But he also had a very, you know, polarizing way of getting rid of the drugs. So anybody that was, like, even considered to be smoking weed or doing any kind of not-so-illicit drug, you know, they were Aretha's made, disappear, made to disappear or, like, killed or arrested or yeah. like, internment camps. There are so many bad things that are happening to these people. So just for fucking smoking some herbs, just or... for doing like tiny oh, shit in terms of drugs. So don't make me president because I will make all recreational drugs legal. Everything is happening, but that's not what he's doing. He's, I think he's using this as a way to kind of bring himself back into like a good spotlight because there's so many bad things happening to the country. Yeah, that he's like, oh, maybe I can you know shut it down for a bit, hold on to my people, clear up this land, you know, bring keep the money where it keep the money where we are and you know come back again when this you know whole i'm killing drug dealers thing has blown over you know Most definitely and i'm not shocked i i'm not that shocked because i know that uh that what's his name uh the boxer crap um no 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 <laughs> back back um, out no sorry back you out well, yeah so he's um he's a huge conservative he's a huge homophobe um Duarte is too, but I heard that he let a, a I let I think he let gay marriage like pass throughout there. I think okay. it was under his thing. I don't think he really wanted to. I think like that was like he had bigger fish to fry Once type again, thing. It's just you know giving the people what they want to pacify them. Exactly. Yeah, and that have you're right. That that actually happens a lot, and not mm-hmm. that like those issues were not prevalent. Gay marriage, oh, transgender, yeah. all these things, social issues. But it just really sucks because I've said this before. Red, blue. They always agree on the same economic policies. Always, no matter what, it, unless it's about a wall, unless it's about you know um, gender specific things, Planned Parenthood, abortions. They disagree. 
But whenever it comes to fucking thieving our pockets, nah. Yeah. <laughs> touch our money? Oh nah. Yeah, we're word. together. Word, word, word. This family ain't gonna feud. <laughs> so what's good with the uh, next top? Not not really next topic, but um still in the same segment. We were talking about Azalea Banks, and I was saying, I, I haven't really heard from her lately. What, what's going on with her? My sis, AZ Banks. So many people don't like her, and I can understand why. But I, she's... She's a little fucking bad shit crazy. She is. She's just a, she's a battered soul, and I have a special place in my tiny heart for battered souls. How many bodies does she have? Like, like as far as... Yeah, like, like not, well, not sexual bodies. I'm talking about, like, Twitter bodies. Like, this bitch comes out to everybody. Everybody. And that's the problem. Like, she's been trying. Because so, here's the thing, right? She was going for a moment. She got a deal. She finally got her record deal back. And I'm mm-hmm. happy for her. Cause she Where did she sign now? Um, I forgot. I think it's RCA. Oh, okay. But she got her record deal back. She did a movie with, um, what was his name? Fucking comedian. RZA. Oh, uh, RZA. Lo- the, yes. Riz- the RZA. The Jitter. Boom. Hev. <laughs> See, so you know. You understand. Wu-Tang. All day. <laughs> there we go. I had to do the Ain't nothing to DNC. fuck with. So she's back. She got this deal. She got this album coming out, and I'm kind of I'm nervous for it because it's Fantasy of Two. If you ever heard Fantasy One, I would say Fantasy. I did. Two. I did. You heard Fantasy. It was good. It was oh good. my gosh! So you well, I love her. No, she's great music wise. That's the thing. Her music's great. She has a shit personality, but she's been working on it. I just wanted to get better. I want her to like take her time. Like we just spoke about Cardi B's new album. I don't want her to come out with it was pretty fire. Kind of like malice towards her because that's none of her fucking business. But that's rap though. Like I don't know, beef it is part of rap though. In my opinion, I love it. But I do you it. really want Azalea Banks to get into a beef with anybody, knowing her track history and how? Like I don't mind. It's just that the things that she that she picks on are like very like salty. It's exactly. not even like she comes from a really hateful place. Yeah, like, a little it's, nitpicky. Like yeah, it's not even like you suck. Or, I think she does say that, but like it's just weird. It just sounds too too uh, too childish. personal. It's childish as shit. Yeah. Whatever, man. I like her, and she's hot as fuck too. So she hopefully, and but the you know, boob job. yeah. Great. Oh, she had a boob job. You didn't know she had a boob job. Oh, she used to have some tiny old titties. Damn, she, all, she the, yo, all the women in rap are plastic, man. Wrap them up, Reynolds. Where the fuck did you go? Well, you. Uh, I lived in Indiana. I I would never live there ever again. The Midwest. I'm like allergic to it. But where, like, where did you? Where did you travel last time? So I went out to uh, Kentucky, of all places. I was in Louisville, Kentucky. I had to do some work out there, and it was just like a, a different experience. Like, I've never been that far out west. I've, like, never been to the Midwest in general. So being out there was, like, different. And the second you step off the plane, I was I saw a billboard, and they were like, they had how many miles you were from New York City. And I was just like, this is this is fucking hilarious. Like, I know exactly how many miles I am from my home right now. Let's see how different this shit is really about to be. It's a lot. Oh my gosh! So much. What's it? What was one of the weirdest activities you did? You did in Kentucky. So, um, I had to get weed in Kentucky. I was not going to be out there without smoking. I had bluegrass. To, I had to find some bluegrass. <laughs> and it was so hard. I ended up having to take a, a lift at like. 3 a.m. from the hotel that I was staying at into the middle of Kentucky. A lift to get lifted. A lift to get lifted. No idea where the fuck I was going. And then I had to buy wraps. And I didn't know where the fuck you get wraps out in Kentucky. Apparently, there's no corner stores. You have to go to gas stations. That is very sad. It is. Mm-hmm. I had to walk to a gas station at 4 a.m. like on a highway to get wraps so I could smoke. It was a lot of work, but I did it. And I got high. 
and it was a really good week. And I'm very proud of you, actually. I, Thank you. I, I love people that want to work hard to get high. Of course. I don't play games. That's right. That's right. And one of my favorite things, like I said, with Seneca Village, you know, we don't have to keep talking about that, but, yo, my, like, we were just talking about the trip, and I was showing Corday my pictures, and it was cool showing him. Um, all the, the sites, like I said, the Horseshoe Bend and all the great Red Rocks and Arizona is just a beautiful state. Really I wouldn't live, beautiful. I wouldn't live there. They still got that crazy ass law with the, um, the freaking uh, ID. You got to like show like if you even look, look Hispanic. Like, the you know, yeah, they had that Arpeo guy that got pardoned by Trump. Oh, yeah, those wow. detention. Yeah, Arizona is still a wild place, crazy. but it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It still has rich, rich Navajo history. Um, just has beautiful areas. So I was showing him that, and I told him that I went to this exhibit, and it was for Pompeii. And it was the, um, in, seven, in 79 AD, um, Mount Vesuvius, this really big mountain that they thought was a mountain, and it actually was an active volcano. Oh, volcano. And they had no warning, and oh, yeah. within 24 hours, the whole fucking place was in dust, in dust and soot, and there was fire coming down from the clouds. Yeah, they were done. Mm. There was very, there was barely any survivors. You can count them on your fingers how many survivors there were. Obviously, they were rich, and obviously, they were of nobility. But um, they preserved some of the bodies over time. It preserved the actual place. There's a movie on it. Yeah. There's so many, like, little history facts on Pompeii. Like, I used to watch it a lot when I was a kid. And that ash definitely... Like preserve the bodies, like their teeth stayed in place, all of like their pottery stayed in place. I took a, uh, what is it, archaeology class? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it was an archaeology class, I believe. And we had to like you know uh, do little exhibits and cleanings of the artifacts from Pompeii, so we were able to get some of those and like you know see how the history was and how the dust and the dirt all related to like time. It's pretty dope. I wonder if there was um, anybody that got caught in the dust fucking. Yes, there were. What? No, like that ass. You can really. What? I was joking, but that's awesome. <laughs> no, for real. Oh my god, that's like yo. If I was like doing it like doggy style or something like that, and like I was just immortalized in that position forever. Oh, that'd be so dope. Like carbonite, some dusty dicking. <laughs> dusty dicking. <laughs> so uh, speaking of uh, dusty. Where, uh, you know, freaking Tyler Perry, man, he hasn't really come out with, like, a good movie in a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't even know, what what's the new movie called? Acrimony. Acrimony. It's a word. I Is, bet he didn't even know what it meant before he made that movie. It could have been acronym, and I still wouldn't watch it. Um, but we were just talking about Taraj P. Henson. Let's talk about something good from yeah. Tyler Perry. Yeah, <laughs> I know, and she recurs <laughs> in his movies. She does him favors. I don't know. Maybe don't like she has some dirt on him or something. Maybe he has some dirt on her or something like that. Or I, I don't even know. know. I just hope she's being a good friend because like I hope I don't want him to hold nothing over that beautiful soul because uh, we would have what, to fight. Nah. What's your favorite role of hers? TV or film? TV or film. I'm gonna have to be really tacky and say baby boy Ooh. because that was my introduction. Let me smell your dick. Let, Let me smell, smell your dick. Smell your dick. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna hit me in front of my son? <laughs> Yo, I love Big Rays with that shit. Yo, little nigga. <laughs> what you know about this hair, boy? Yeah, like, classic. Like, dead ass. It's, it's a funny ass movie, bro. Yo, Big Rays is underrated, man. That boy under- is so nasty. Love him. Um, so, and we were also talking about, and I hate to get back to Mr. Trumpy Head. Um, 
But uh, Stormy Daniels, what do you what do you, what do you feel about that? You think anything's gonna cover that? Some Clinton scandal? I this this is my fucking thing, right? So Monica came out and was like, "Ooh, I got some semen on my dress. Let me catch a check, right?" Mm-hmm. President was going to months. Stormy comes out and is like, "This whole man, hey bitches that don't swallow, fuck Monica Lewinsky. Swallow, do it. We'll get it on the dress. It's a nice good dress. for you. It's healthy. Literally, look it up the facts <laughs> and don't ruin your clothes. You don't Word. want it on your hair. You don't want it on your face. You she had a little acne too, man. She could have put it on there. She could have like your skin. She you know, bugging. And you want to get it on your dress, silly bitch. She's a TED talk. She has a TED talk. Yo, I'm dead serious. Like cyberbullying. She was like one of the first people. I mean, to be... a little fight, but yeah, exactly. Because like, compu- well, they weren't like so new, but like AOL yeah, chat rooms that, yeah. and shit like that. Like those were like the only things going down in the early nineties. Again, dusty artifact, artifact, artifact. artifact. <laughs> AOL oh dial up, dial tone. Oh, yeah. So she was, yeah, she was getting internet bullies. SNL was going hard on her and shit mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. So okay. she's like one of the first internet bully victims i can understand that being true so you know good for her speak your truth but you know storm that's the bottom stormy stormy daniels stormy daniels that's her name um yeah this story is crazy i want her to get what she's you know deserved i really do hope it's true i'm not i haven't been following it too heavy but you know anytime a woman you know steps on is like i've been assaulted in any kind of way you kind of you know got to take it with you know a piece of truth because those kind of things are they happen in this real so if he did do it you know definitely impeach him because we need a reason to first and foremost he's been doing too fucking much and not because he was fucking her whatever that ain't illegal That's because not he was you because they said that he was using campaign funds in order to pay her off in order to keep her a secret that's the problem sex is not the problem it's never the problem no and um again we're talking about this asshole because we were talking about duarte before um yo he wants to bring the death penalty for like high class drug dealers so like huh so what exactly how are you at the at in one hand like passing all of these recreational marijuana laws allowing all of these states to make funds off of marijuana um and all of these people are mostly like white oh, he's really again, he's really against history. that though jeff sessions and him yeah they're really against that still happening on a on a federal state but now you want to pass this federal law instead of passing this federal law to stop them from making money off so of you're against marijuana. capital punishment i'm gathering oh yes i am um to an extent because drug dealers unless you're unless the drug dealer is literally out here committing like murders yeah there's no reason for you to be put um on death row like if you're literally just trafficking drugs um life terms in jail if you're trafficking heavy hardcore drugs but also with marijuana, it needs to be declassified from the schedule because it's agree. a schedule what two drug? No, schedule one drug, actually. Yes. <laughs> like the worst kind All of the drug. fun ones. All the fun ones. Schedule one. Yeah. Just remember that. <laughs> Don't forget it. Cause but that, like, do you um are you like uh, religious at all? Um, to an extent. Okay. I believe in faith and spirit. Me too. I'm I'm agnostic. I wouldn't say I was atheist. I guess like I'm more. I'm like if I had to be like a, a medium rare burger, I'd be like more rare. I would be atheist if mm-hmm. you put like a gun to my head and mm-hmm. said like, "Is there a god?" I'd say no. Yeah. But I like to leave the option open. I like to leave the window, and it's not necessarily just God. It could be some alien. It exactly. could be like it could be Atlantis Morissette <laughs> from a- Dogma. It could be like all you know. It could be anything. That is a good movie. I'm so happy you saw that. It's a great movie. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be like. He was mentioning that before we were smoking. Like he was like, 
some shit at movies. No, not that, not that you shit. It's just that I'm a fucking movie nerd. Like, I'm not. I'm a I've buddy. seen some of the good classics. Classic, classic, classic. What the fuck did you just say? So, um, I try to get a little either a cliche or something dumb that we've all heard or like, you know, something that like just flew over someone's head and shit like that. So one of the things, and I hope he's not listening to this show today, was someone that um, that stayed with me for a summer, and he was someone that was really into me. I don't I don't know why. He um, it was a little weird actually. So I was I was in college, and I didn't really know him that well. And he like hit me up on Facebook and shit like that, and was just like he wanted to do this, this show, and we did the show. And again, I didn't really know him, but like I'm, a, I'm an opportunist. Like I want to, I want, I want to be. We're, we're recording right now, and I don't want to do those opportunities. Mm-hmm. So to fast forward, it was a sham. He was like homeless at the time, or something like that. And then he goes, "There really wasn't a show, Vince. I was just trying to hit on you." And I'm like, and I was, and I just like I was about to break up with my girlfriend at the time. So it was just like a weird time. Like, like thanks, but no thanks, bro. So I was just like moved on. So then fast forward a few months, he has a boyfriend. And he hits me up for this, and at the time I was unemployed, and he wanted me to work this pop-up shop. I go to work to the pop-up shop, everything's cool. Fast forward even more, he breaks up with a boyfriend. <laughs> and he he says, I'm homeless, and I need somewhere to stay. And I go, well, you know, the Holiday Inn is a great <laughs> place to be. Well, motels are hourly. No. <laughs> and he goes, well, I would, uh, I would pay you like $150 a week. And I'm like well, let me go discuss that. Let me go. So I took that, actually. And he slept on the floor. Now, here's where it gets weird. Now, at the time, it was my birthday, and I just came back from Denver. And this dude, he um, he, he was moving in, and I, and I didn't coordinate it correctly. I didn't, like, realize the timing of it. And so I, I gave him a key, and I told him, just set up in my bed, and I'll set up the bed on the floor later. Like, I'm too tired, so, like, just whatever. So he was on the other side, and it, and Cordae's looking at my bed. Like, it's a full bed, and, yeah, it's spacious. Yeah. I've had dudes in my bed before. I've had girls in my bed before. Even when you're not, like, you just, like, they're passing out, and you don't want them to, like, get wrecked on the road and shit like that. Whatever. Sleep. Uh, yeah, exactly. Sometimes you just want uninterrupted sleep. Yo, this dude fucking grabbed my waist during fucking while I was sleeping. And then he blamed it on a dream. And I was like, what kind of dream was this, my nigga? Like, exactly. I've never grabbed anybody in my dream. Even if I wanted them, I'd be like, this is not a dream. (laughs) (laughs) This is not a test. This is is not a fire drill. That's not a flashlight. No, I'm joking. (laughs) So it gets even better. So this dude, he's like working somewhere and I'm working somewhere. And so we don't see each other. So this is where the what the fuck did I just say come in. The, yo, he was so he definitely I've set up his shit on the floor. I had I had buffers. I had like girls come over sometimes just so that he wouldn't get too froggy. And every morning, this guy, when I would wake up, I would wake up before him and he would go. And he would just like rise up like a fucking vampire. <laughs> so how did you sleep? Oh my god! Like just like that every fucking day, and that's how he talks too. Like, so what? And I, like I remember one time I had like one of his shirts. Like I picked up one. I was like, "What is this? Like a child shirt?" Oh, it's a small. It's extra small because 
I need my figure to look good. And he was like, yo, he's like, yo, and you wouldn't even guess what he looks like. He was like Honduran, so he's like dark. He's got like a mustache, mm-hmm. but he's like tiny. Like he's hilarious. And he's a good, no, he's a good guy though. He's a really cool guy. Some fucked up shit happened. I'm not gonna get that dirty and say what happened to him. But um so then and then he tried to hit on me again. Not again. Another one. And this time I was on my bed and he was on the floor and he grabbed me and he said he was trying to lean up on the bed. So that he can lay in it too, because I I think like one time I told him like if he was really uncomfortable he could like lay somewhere, but I didn't really mean that. Like we we already went through this. We already went through this. So, Corey, what do you think about that? Was I whoring myself out for the one fifty? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you knew exactly what was coming on. Yeah. You knew what you was getting yourself into. That's some shit. I'm glad he didn't you know try and cross no boundary lines, but he he got mighty close. Booty lines. Booty- <laughs> a couple of close calls nah yo and then he said that he was gonna move in with this like this people five people in one room and he's like oh it's so it's just like so cramped and blah 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 and I'm like well that seems like the place for you I'm not even gonna lie and at the time I got a job finally so I was just like I don't need that 150 anymore Boom. so you didn't have to hold yourself out anymore so you said so like I said my boy is from the, the old CWF network Ooh. and he knows uh, the old platform that I was on with the cliches and the dumb things <laughs> and I asked him I, and I'm asking him again what's something crazy that it's always happened to you what's something dumb that you were just so tired of fucking hearing uh, so I am half Jamaican and half Trinidadian right and so growing up in Flatbush you I've grown up around a whole bunch of like Jamaicans and Trinidadians it wasn't until I got to about uh, high school when I started having friends that were outside of Jamaican and like Caribbean uh, background. So I have my best friend and she's never heard me speak with my accent. And there was this one time that she and I were having an argument. And when I get mad, when I get really, really into an argument, my, my accent slips out a little bit. I have bit. not heard this accent yet, by the way. <laughs> it's okay. We need to hear it. You know, when the mic's off, I got you. Oh, damn. <laughs> It's a special treat. Yo, he's fucking you guys up, man. Yep. <laughs> Gotta pay for this. I asked. I asked. Nicely. <laughs> Talk to me nice, right? Um, but yeah, so it came out and she's like, what? I've never heard your accent before. And so that's when she really like solidified. So now anytime she sees anybody that's Jamaican, and it's like really stereotypical, right? Jamaicans like love loud colored wigs. So if you walk in Flatbush and you see a blue wig, you see a pink wig, you see a hot pink braid, she will call me and take a picture and be like, yo, is this your auntie? Or is that little Kim? Or is that little Kim? Exactly. <laughs> like regular shit. <laughs> and so I would just, anytime she and I are together, I would play intentionally, like dance whole music, soca music, because she doesn't know what the fuck they're saying. And just fuck with her. It's fun. Damn. I'm not going to lie. I, have, I don't even know. Do I have an accent? Do I have like any type of... I don't know. You sound like you're from like New York, so you would have to leave New York and have somebody tell you. Oh my god! To me, you sound like you're from Brooklyn. In oh, for real, yeah. damn. Uh, I was born in Brooklyn, but I was raised in Queens, and I've been all over. I've been in Indiana, New Jersey, and Indiana. The motherfuckers over there, they mm-hmm. used to make fun of my accent, and I didn't know I had a New York accent. I thought I was like ambiguous and shit like that. No, no, no. <laughs> they were like, "I dance, say, say, bottle, say, bottle," and I'm like, "Bottle? Like, what is that word, bottle?" And they're like. Yeah, there's two T's, even though they had barely one teeth, like the, the tw- one, one tooth, one tooth. So I'm like, hey, like, well, I like, what, you can barely fucking speak, you redneck. Now nah, I'm joking. Let's not get into that. Step back, step back. Step back. <laughs> yeah, I was pissed, and they were like, 
Fake coffee. And I'm like, coffee? Like, yeah. So, yeah, man, bottle, water. So, yeah, they're like, there's no there's no D in bottle and there's no D in water. So, like, we were, you say it. I guess. It's water. Yeah, there we go, man. Right? Water, Fuck not water. It's water. What is that nerdy-ass shit, man? W-A-T-E-R. If I could spell it, I could say it. That's what, I, that's what I'm fucking, yo. What I'm that's why I fuck with Corey all day, man. Damn it. So, yeah, man. So, he doesn't fuck with accents. And I don't fuck with that phrase, so how did you sleep? No. Don't ask anybody how they slept. That is so fucking weird. I don't even care if you're married. And like, I don't even like when my mom asks me. I don't even like when the concierge asks me. It's like, so, sir, how did you sleep? I woke up. Yeah, what word? <laughs> word. Yo. I, it was great. I'm not dead. Yeah, I'm not dead today. Not dead. Woke up. I woke up with a nice boner, too. No, I... <laughs> He woke up too. Yeah, he woke, woke up. up. Oh, he woke up. It's an even better day. Uh, CPR. No. <laughs> Did you practice today, concierge? Did you? Anyway, so that, yo, I really appreciate you coming through, Corey. Of course, of course. Thank you for having we gotta me. You got to get your show back on the air, man, or it's something coming. like it's, that. I'm working on things. And we so got to work together more. Of course. Listen, anytime you would like me here, I'm here. That's right. So he is my special guest today on Keep Up, and we're doing new things because we're not doing four episodes a month anymore. We're just going to do this nice long episode once a month for you guys. Mm-hmm. And now it's easy for you to catch up. And now I have a, you know, a decent amount of episodes. So the other ones will be like around 10 to 15 minutes, 20 minutes. And now from now on, now it's just whenever we want to finish. Whenever. And just once a month. And like I said, I appreciate my homeboy coming through. He's from, he's from East New York. He's from Brooklyn. Brooklyn BK all day. That's right, and he and he's in radio. He does photography. If you ever want to hit him up, get on. What is your Instagram? Shout me out, shout me out, follow me, follow me. Support your boy from Brooklyn. I am at on Instagram at c o r d e dot underscore. That's Corday. If you want to follow my other page, that's about you know commentating and you know social, um, social cultural events. That's Corday the commentator. C o r d e t h e c o m m e n t a t o r. That's right. Also love spelling. You know, so you know, follow your boy. Definitely follow your boy, and you can follow me at Sylvan Sane on Twitter. It's on uh, Instagram, on Facebook. It's the same thing all over. I'm still lame like that, and popping um, like that, popping like that. <laughs> so, yo, if you want to catch up, shut the fuck up, listen up, keep up. Well, we're now homies. <laughs>